Welcome back to Scored Sports Podcast. I'm the host of this podcast, Lane Frank. We're now episode 149. This is 149 episodes through. I got action-packed episode plan for you. Shreya Otani has signed the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Lakers have won the in-season tournament. A lot of great stuff going on in the NFL and college basketball. Stay tuned for an action-packed episode 149. I'll talk into it. Now, let's start off episode 149, how we always do with the headlines. And first things first in the NBA, I want to talk about LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers winning the first ever in-season tournament, what an accomplishment that is for them. Now, are they going to have a championship parade because they never got one when they won a championship in 2020? When they won the finals in 2020, LeBron went to the championship parade, didn't get it. Now is LeBron going to want one because they won the in-season tournament? We'll see, but yeah. LeBron James, Los Angeles Lakers, won in-season tournament. Congratulations to them. Anthony Davis looked like the old Anthony Davis, or even better than old Anthony Davis. Played great in that championship game. Love to see it. Vegas, shut out for the NBA in-season tournament. Maybe they get a franchise soon. Let's hope so. But yeah, LeBron James, Los Angeles Lakers, congratulations. You won first ever in-season NBA tournament. LeBron James, in-season tournament MVP. Draymond Green is suspended indefinitely. As we all know, strikes Yusuf Nurkic in the face the other night. His second suspension of the season, his like fifth ejection, his thousandth ejection of his career, whatever it might be. Draymond Green cannot stay on the court. I mean, it's ridiculous. Cannot stay on the court, not because healthy reasons, because he can't control his mind, because he can't control anything else. And it's the end of an era, sadly. This Warriors team needs to get blown up, in my opinion. I was going to talk about it later, but let's talk about it right now. Stephen Curry, he's great, but you only have Three to five years of that greatness left, at best. Klay Thompson, he's washed up. Can't argue anymore. Klay Thompson is washed up. You cannot go out there with a big three of Stephen Curry, Klay Thompson, and Draymond Green expecting another championship run again. You just can't. Won't happen. Draymond Green is not the same defense player he used to be. It's not the same player he used to be, and definitely is not the same mind that he used to have. So Stephen Curry, it's all on him now, and the Warriors can't do that to him. So yeah, those are my thoughts right there. Chris Paul, Hasn't done much this season. Draymond Green, knucklehead. Biggest knucklehead in the NBA. But Pistons, still a laughing stock of the NBA. Snap three wins. Wizards, not doing so great either. And same with the Spurs, also three wins. Not doing great for these NBA teams. So it's the NFL action-packed week. Let's talk about Tommy DeVito. What a great job he's done so far as New York Giants starting quarterback. Let's get a little Tommy DeVito going right here. I love to see it. You call him the Italian style, whatever you want to call him. See his agent on the field pregame. He's reviving. Football in New York right now. It's ridiculous to say it, but if you're a star in New York, if you're going to give with the people what they want, they're going to like you. Now, Tommy DeVito is not this superstar, but he's been playing like a good quarterback the past few weeks, better than any hope Daniel Jones ever gave these Giants fans. Because when the Giants made the playoffs last year, it wasn't really Daniel Jones giving them that hope. It was more the running game, the defense. Brian Dable, he was the star. Now it's DeVito. DeVito is the star. Giants are 5-8. and eight. I'm angry as a Giants fan. I want to tank, but hey, if we can get the next Brock Purdy out of this, which I think Tommy DeVito might just be that all for it. What a win that was on Monday Night Football against Green Bay Packers. Another great Monday Night Football game we had, Titans versus the Dolphins. Will Levis went off in that game. Will Levis, I said it on the radio last week, and I did it, Sports Talk, ESPN 600, go tune in, go download that app, ESPN 600 in El Paso. I said that Will Levis, he's a gun show. He's playing in Miami, bright lights, Monday Night Football, he's got the gun show going. He's going to put on a show. Put on a show. What a win that was right there over Miami Dolphins. Just inconsistency from Miami's side. Buccaneers, great win they had over the Falcons. Jake Browning and the Bengals keeping it rolling over the Colts. Browns, 
keeping it rolling against Kevin Stefanski. People like to say this coach is like the best coach in the NFL right now with the stuff he's been given. I don't disagree. Ravens, they got a great win. Overtime win. Walk-off. Part return. Love to see it. New York Jets. If you follow Squared Sports on Instagram, one of my NFL hot takes for the week was that the Jets are going to get upset. Houston Texans. That Jets defense flustered. CJ Stroud in the elements in tough weather. Love to see it. Bills Chiefs, one of the most controversial games of the week. Talk about that a little bit later. Broncos, great win they have of the Chargers. Chargers, recording this on Thursday, getting spanked right now by Las Vegas Raiders. Unacceptable. And then the Cowboys in Sunday Night Football, great win they had versus Philadelphia Eagles. Smurts, MLB, close out these headlines. Like I said in the intro, Shohei Otani, mega deal, $700 million over 10 years, $70 million a year deferring the contract. Shohei Otani, that's him right there going to the Dodgers. Juan Soto, hanging over to the Yankees, and a bunch more stuff in the hot stove. Stay tuned. Now, we've got an action-packed week number 15 heading up here in the NFL. We get some Saturday football games. We got games on Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Football bonanza. Let's hop into it. Vikings versus the Bengals. Saturday game. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Joe Burrow not playing this one. Jake Brown, though, he's cooking. Let's go with the Bengals. Steelers versus the Colts. Like a little upset right here. Steelers over the Colts. Mitch Trubisky playing quarterback in this one. I like it. Broncos versus the Lions. Another upset right here. Lions, things just aren't clicking right now. Dan Campbell needs to get the guys more fired up. This Broncos team playing great defense, playing great offense. I like it. Broncos over the Lions. Buccaneers versus the Packers. A.J. Dillon, broken thumb. Aaron Jones probably out in this one. Recipe for success for the Buccaneers. Buccaneers over the Packers. Titans versus the Texans. Now, Derrick Henry is known as a Texan beater. He always destroys the Texans every time he plays them. But I'm loving CJ Stroud right now. I'm loving some things going on in Houston. Now, coming off a bad loss last week, that was in the elements. What I've loved from this team so far, they be going around CJ Stroud. Every time they've lost the game, they've come back better than ever. Look at that Carolina Panthers game. CJ Stroud could have said, man, that kind of proves everybody right that maybe Bryce Young should have been taking number one over me. No. Goes out next week, has a historic game versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That was a great game right there. Texans rebound again. This time, gets Titans. Giants versus the Saints. Tommy DeVito. Give it to me, everybody. Give it to me. Gabagoo. Giants over the Saints. We love it. Saints, been a downfall this year. Expected some bigger things to happen. Getting Derek Carr. Really, all that's going to happen is you're probably going to win. Then NFC South and get absolutely destroyed in the playoffs. So let's go Giants over the Saints. Giants trying to stay in that playoff race. Cowboys versus the Bills. Very good game right here. Missing out in the matchup to Trayvon Diggs versus Stephon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs torn ACL. But Dak Prescott on a tear. Cowboys on a tear. Bills coming off a good win, but they don't get one right here. Cowboys over the Bills. Ravens versus Jaguars. Ravens might be contending for that best team in the NFL up there at the San Francisco 49ers. So let's go with the Ravens. Eagles, Seahawks. Trap game for the Eagles. They need a win, though. Let's go Eagles over the Seahawks. That's about Squared Sports NFL Game Day. Now, top five. This week's top five is if you follow Squared Sports on Instagram, we want to see a top five. On there was my top five NFL hot takes for the week. And I said, leave your hot takes in the comments. I'm going to be featured on this episode. Now, let's hop into it. The five NFL hot takes that I've got going on right here. Some of you left some great comments on that. We'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, number five, Bills need to change either head coach, GM, not quarterback, but a change needs to happen in Buffalo this offseason if things don't change drastically this season. If they don't go... Deep in playoff run because what they've done so far is they've shown okay, you can win a wild card game, you can win a divisional round game, 
at best. Now show me you can win a conference championship game. Now show me you can make a Super Bowl. Now show me you can win a Super Bowl. That's number five. Bills need to change this offseason. Everything going on with Sean McDermott, everything going on there, just don't live to hear it right now. At the front office, at that coaching staff, it's all bad for Josh Allen. He needs number five. Bills need to change this offseason if they don't make a deep playoff run. Number four, Trevor Lawrence needs to step up his game. He needs to take that next level because he has just been good enough. When will we see him take that step to be elite, to be that next Patrick Mahomes, be that next Brady-esque talent? I don't know if he'll ever get to that because what we expected of him outside of college, outside of freshman year when he wins the NAS championship and is the first team in the CFP era to go 15-0, we said, this guy's going to be a superstar. This guy's going to make millions. This guy's going to be amazing. Now we're saying that about Caleb Williams, but we first said it about Trevor Lawrence. We said that Trevor Lawrence is going to be the next Brady, next Peyton Manning. When are we going to see you take that next step? Because right now, what I'm seeing is that you're just good enough. You're good enough to get your team to eight wins. I know you're a bit banged up, but you're just good enough. I want to see that next leap. If Carson Wentz can win with Doug Peterson, if Nick Foles can win a Super Bowl with Doug Peterson, then why can't you, Trevor Lawrence? That's what I'm saying right there. No, it's only year three. But still, four, Trevor Lawrence. Number three, Jets and Robert Sala. Now, this one's a bit spicier than what some of you might like. But Robert Sala and the Jets need to end this offseason no matter what. You say, how? Robert Sala got dealt a terrible hand. He got dealt Aaron Rodgers tearing his Achilles in the fourth play of the season having to have Zach Wilson as his quarterback when he's an amazing defense. All those things are true. He had to have Zach Wilson, sadly. He's had a great defense. And Aaron Rodgers got hurt in the first four plays this season. But his handling of the quarterback situation this year has been ridiculous. It's been petty against Zach Wilson. It's ridiculous. You're going to start Tim Boyle, a guy who had like one touchdown and 50 receptions in college, over Zach Wilson, a guy who is amazing in college and has shown flashes in the NFL and has won you some big games this year against the Eagles, against the Broncos. You're going to bench that guy. Now you put him back in the starting lap and he has a great game for you against the Texans. I don't love it, Robert Sala. It makes you look like a fool. That's what I've seen from you so far. Saw it in hard knocks. Seeing it again now, looks like a fool of a head coach. That's number three. Number two, when the Bears get the Panthers' number one overall draft pick, they should trade down to number two, get huge draft capital. With that number two pick, select Marvin Harrison Jr. and Team Mimbop with Justin Fields. If you can have a trio of Justin Fields, Marvin Harrison Jr., and DJ Moore, that's a playoff team. No doubt about it. Even Marvin Harrison's rookie year. I love it. That's my two. And number one, my biggest NFL hot take is that a defensive player deserves to win MVPs here. Whether it's Miles Garrett, whether it's Khalil Mack, whether it's Ron Bland, a defensive player deserves to win MVP. Maybe it's TJ Watt. Maybe it's Nick Bosa. Maybe it's Micah Parsons. But a defensive player deserves to win MVP. QB play has been subpar. I don't care how many touchdowns Josh Allen has. He has the same amount of interceptions. I don't care how well Dak Prescott's playing for the Cowboys. Deron Bland is playing better. Micah Parsons is playing better. A defensive player deserves to win MVP. I'm going to throw Khalil Mack in there because he's around 17 sacks this season, even though he's on a horrible Chargers team. That's about for my NFL hot takes. Top five, leave your thoughts in the comments. Now, did you know this week's dude does? Did you know the word soccer that we use in America to call what Europeans like to call football, soccer, that sport? The word soccer comes from football association. So, soccer is really just an abbreviation of the word association that goes in football association. So, all the Europeans like to scream, it's called football. I'm going to call it soccer. That's about for you to know this week. Leave thoughts in the comments. Now, Shohei Otani Spotlight, everybody. And he's going to be 
in the spotlight now. This show, every show in the world of baseball, as he always been, and now the whole world now because he's the star of the Los Angeles Dodgers. If you tell a person who doesn't know baseball, you could say, what does it mean to be the star of the Los Angeles Angels? They're going to say, what are the Los Angeles Angels? If you tell someone who doesn't know sports, what does it mean to be the star of the Los Angeles Dodgers? They're going to say, oh, you're probably famous. You've probably been in a few things. You're probably really famous. You probably have a massive contract, and you're one of the best baseball players in the world because the Dodgers are baseball, right? That's what they would say. Now you're going to think that of Shohei Otani because Shohei Otani doesn't like to be in the limelight that much, but he's going to have to be now. And even more now with his new contract, 10 years, $700 million, but he's done something unprecedented with that contract. Don't know if you know, but he's going to defer $68 million in that contract. So he's only going to be paid $2 million per year for the remainder of his contract. And then after that, like from 2034, 2043, he's going to receive the remainder of that $700 million. That's ridiculous right there. So if it's $70 million annual salary, he's only going to be taking two of that a year. Because he's making $70 million in endorsements, he can try to save the rest for the back half of his career, or maybe even for his retirement plan when he's done with baseball. Tony's not 18 years old. He's not 21 years old. He came to America when he was about 27 years old. So he's probably nearing his 30s now. Show you Tony. Closing in. Biggest deal in baseball history. I'll love to see it. Bit of a shock that's the Dodgers. I think he would have gone to the Dodgers first time coming out for agency. But he said, hey, you know, I don't love the spotlight right now of being in the Los Angeles Dodgers. They don't have a World Series in a little while. They've just made World Series against Astros, the Red Sox. They have Bellinger. They have Kershaw. They have all these guys. Let me go to Anaheim. Let me go play with the Angels and other part of Los Angeles. Let me go play with Mike Trout, best player in baseball. Learned from him for a few years. Let's see if we can do some damage. No damage was done. Negative damage was done with that Angels team. I feel bad for Trout. Beltani has made the right move for his legacy as a Los Angeles Dodger because now you're going to think of Otani as the Dodger, not Otani, the Angel. You think of Nolan Ryan as the Ranger, not as Nolan Ryan, the Met. You think of Barry Bonds, the Giant, not Barry Bonds, the Pirate. Just saying right there. That's about for Shohei Otani Spotlight. Leave your thoughts in the comments. Now, let's do a little college basketball madness, everybody. A bit of a madness we've had so far through the first month of college basketball. They're up our second. This is a great time of year for college basketball. Just finished all the tournaments. Now you're getting some better non-conference games until you eventually go to your conference games in January. Get excited for that. There's been so much difference in college basketball this year that I have never seen before. Never have I ever seen this much of just insane upsets in college basketball. We're seeing so many crazy teams where it's just close games like it shouldn't be. Kansas is winning by eight points against Eastern Illinois and then getting a great win against UConn next night. That doesn't make sense to me. You're seeing Northwestern beat the number one team in the country in Purdue and then lose a week later to the mathematically worst team in college basketball, D1, in Chicago State. Let me say that again. Northwestern beat the number one team in college basketball, Purdue. Woo, storm the court. They're undefeated. Northwestern's going to move up in the rankings. Then the day before the rankings come out, they lose to Chicago State, the worst team in college basketball. 355 at 355. Doesn't make sense to me. Kentucky's losing to one of the random North Carolina schools. I think it was UNC Greensboro. Doesn't make sense to me right there. And they can go out and beat a great team. Michigan State's third of the year number four. They're at four wins right now. Juwan Howard. Things going on with him right now. He might not be the head coach of Michigan anymore. People really don't know what's going on. Did he hit a trainer? Did he hit an assistant? What's going on with that program? Is he going to stay as an assistant? Because right now he's coaching an assistant because he had 
open heart surgery a few months ago, just been on the sidelines observing as an assistant, and then will eventually move back to the head coaching girl. There's reports now that he's not going to move back to the head coaching girl. It's just going to be the intern, Phil Martelli. So all of this is going on in college basketball right now. It's ridiculous. Parodying college basketball. Love to see it sometimes. But there's five teams in college basketball that have stayed mostly consistent. So here's my top five teams in college basketball. Let's hop into it. Five, Purdue Boilermakers. Only lost this season. Turned to Western. Western. Talked about them a little bit. But yeah, Purdue. That's only lost in the season. They still have some very quality wins over Gonzaga and Marquette. We're five, Purdue. Four, Houston Cougars. Their adaptment to the Big 12 has just been amazing. Calvin Sampson knows how to build a great program. LJ Cryer has been a good point guard for them. So Houston Cougars, we're four. Excited to see how they do in Big 12 play. First time in the Big 12 ever. College basketball, see how they do. Four, Houston. Three, UConn Huskies. UConn, reigning national champions. It's weird to say right there. But Donovan Clinton, their sophomore center, has been on fire. Tristan Newton, their fifth-year senior point guard, has been amazing. That's unique in college basketball. A veteran point guard. That's what Tristan Newton provides to them right there. Alex Caraban, really good small forward shooting guard, whatever you want to call him. UConn, been good so far to start out the season. Number three. Number two, Kansas Jayhawks. Kansas Jayhawks, a few losses in the season. Won to Marquette. Talked about that very close game they had against Eastern Illinois the other night. Only by eight points, but still. College basketball, ridiculous, everybody. Kansas has the head-to-head over UConn. Let's go Kansas. Number two and number one, the most consistent team in college basketball and the number one team in college basketball, the Arizona Wildcats. Saw this team in person. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think they were number one. But watching them on TV now, they're looking great, looking more and more improved by each game. They've got three guys on that team that are above seven feet, notably Umar Balo being the best. They're going to face off against Purdue on Saturday. That's a great college basketball game. Umar Balo versus Zach Eady. Arizona's guards versus Purdue guards. Excited to see that. But Arizona, undefeated, most consistent. That's probably college basketball madness. Now, let's close out this episode 139 the right way. A little at the buzzer for you. Talking about Giannis Antetokounmpo, the best player in the NBA. They go up against the Indiana Pacers the other night in the regular season after they just ended their in-season tournament hopes a few minutes before that, and there was a few things going on after that game. These are in-division rivals, who you call it, and this is what the NBA has been looking for, a rivalry like this. Giannis Antetokounmpo says, I'm angry about that in-season tournament game. I'm going to drop 64 points and 14 rebounds on you and have a bunch of steals and have a bunch of assists and have a great game. That's what Giannis Antetokounmpo did. Congratulations, what a great game that was. But the NBA wants to focus more on what happened after that game. With Giannis Antetokounmpo looking for the ball, looking for all that. I'm not going to focus on that right now because I know that's what everybody wants to think about for Giannis Antetokounmpo. I'm going to give Giannis his flowers. I'm going to give Giannis what he deserves and talk about that 64-point performance. To me, that shows he's the best player in the NBA. To me, it also shows he's the most competitive guy in the NBA, or at least up there with the likes of LeBron, KD, Stephen Curry. That's what Giannis has shown me. And you can start to think about it. When was the last time a guy like LeBron dropped... 64 points. Well, never. LeBron's career high is 61. Stephen Curry, he's never dropped 64 points. Kevin Durant never dropped 64 points. And Giannis, seems like this is him scratching the surface because this is just a random Wednesday night where he's dropping 64. What if you start to think about it? Is Giannis a top 10 talent the NBA has ever seen? Is Giannis a top 5 talent the NBA has ever seen? I'm not saying Giannis is a top 10 player of all time, but straight talent. Straight off player. Not accolades. Player-wise. Talent-wise. I think Giannis can be in the conversation for top 10. Now, hopefully one day he can get into that accolade-wise where he has X amount of points where he's up there in the top 10, top 5. But for right now, I'm going to argue that Giannis Antetokounmpo is a top 10 talent in NBA history. 
You can call me young. You can call me whatever you want. Giannis Antetokounmpo is a top 10 talent in NBA history. And that's about for At The Buzz this week. Now, best to last question today. This week's question today is, if you were on the college football playoff committee, if you were a leader of college football, how would you change the transfer portal rules with the window, with the rules you can only transfer once or twice? It's not all up in the air with the new TRO given. Look it up. And the college ball playoff rules where everybody's freaking out saying that Florida State, Georgia should also be a playoff game. There should be an emergency 16 playoff. If you're thoughts on that in the comments, that's my question this week. That's my for Squared Sports Lay Frank, episode 149. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports to Instagram at Squared Sports. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter at Squared Sport. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review for the best sports content in the world. We'll be back here next week, episode 150. Stay tuned.